Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This segment of the USCC Expo Experience on Cannabis Radio is brought to you by Copper State Farms, makers of the new chef-made, precision-dosed, good-things-coming line of edibles, as well as our Jackrabbit line of products, coming soon. Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the USCC Expo Experience, featuring one-on-one interviews with speakers, exhibitors, and attendees from the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. And now, the USCC Expo Experience, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're now coming to you from the speakers area here on the 100 level of the Phoenix Convention Center, the West Building. As part of the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo here in Phoenix, Arizona, as part of our coverage here on CannabisRadio.com, this is Brasco, and I'm joined right now with the Managing Director of Vertical Company, Scott Jordan. Scott, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here, Jorge. Our pleasure. Thanks for making time to join us. So, there's so much to be said of what you've already done. You've been called the Marijuana Money Man by Fox uh, Television San Francisco and the Denver Post. You created one of the first companies to provide access to debt-based capital. And you arranged, God, I mean, the money you've put together, $30 million in funding before accepting uh, with Vertical in 2018. You're now part managing director of the newly created Financial Services Division. So tell me about, um, why are you the money man? What, what, what is it that brought you together here? Background that brought you into the cannabis business and being able to bring in so much capital, not just to the companies you represent, but bringing that influx of capital into the industry. Sure. Well, I live in Denver, and I did my first marijuana loan in 2009, and then uh, took a job with a company in 2013 that leased equipment, Mm -hmm. but not for the marijuana space. When we went uh, legal for adult use in 2014, I was getting call after call for uh, people that were looking for equipment to build out their indoor grows, and I went to my boss and said, this would be a great opportunity for us to get in. We can be a market leader. They said, sorry, you know, we can't fund this on our on our uh, uh, bank balance sheet here, uh, gotcha. on our bank lines of credit. So they said, but if you can find other investors, great. You know, you might try the guys that uh, are uh, doing software now because they like that high-risk stuff, but we think this is going to be a fad, so focus in on what we do. So I took it as a challenge because I've always been kind of a rebel. I grew up in New York. I've been a Mets fan my whole life. <laughs> I'm of the sorry Yankees. about that. It's been tough. Yes, it has <laughs> been. It has been. Uh, and so uh, I uh, went and found uh, people that were looking for money. And um, I knew that if I found strong borrowers, I could find a lender. And I went and searched for you know, the first lender that we ended up uh, funding uh, uh, 
about fifteen million dollars or so over the over the years. And wow, um, you know, when you start out with nothing, and I started out in public housing. Uh, my parents didn't have money. I don't come from money. Um, you get creative. And uh, if you use the resources you have, your brain and your connections, you can accomplish anything. And, and so what I did was I put together one by one by one a network of lenders that were uh, friendly and had crossed over the green line. And we're now looking for um, good quality investments in the cannabis field. And so we started doing one and then another and then another. And now, um, you know, five years, well, four and a half years later, we now have a network of uh, over 25 lenders that um, are fine with um, crossing over the green line and investing in cannabis. And so um, there's a huge need for money. Many people would rather not dilute their equity and uh, they would much rather... um, pay an interest rate, you know, a fair and reasonable interest rate in order to get the capital in a high-risk business like this, you know, the advantages that I have is is that it's fast and it's easy. Um, you know, you come to me, you fill out an application, um, you talk with me, I get some of your financial data, and, uh, you know, unlike looking for an equity investment, you're not having to romance and court and argue about valuation. That's and, great. You know, all of those things. I'm looking for, you know, people that can repay back a loan. And the also, as you make the mention, that you are the alternative, an alternative to venture capital, expanding your cannabis business and loans for working capital, equipment, and the like. So let's talk about loans. Um, the advantages you mentioned are preserving your remaining equity, no loss of control, grow the business larger for better valuation. Uh, I mean, what is the market playing right now in terms of being able to offer a loan and it really your judgment as to who's able to acquire those or not? Sure. Well, we look for a company that is uh, established at least for a couple of years that has shown some financial results unless you're a startup with a big balance sheet and you don't really need the money but want the money. Um, we're looking for expansion capital like a bank would look for. You know, bank is not the place to go get your initial money. It's the place to go get your expansion money. So we look for people that have made money, that have a good balance sheet, that um, can go ahead and afford the new payment if nothing changes. If the projections come true, which are always, you know, optimistic and hockey stick up to the right, fantastic. It makes it, you know, much safer. But uh, we're looking for good management. We're looking for also positive uses of the capital. So uh, we're, we're looking for expansion. You want to add a kitchen. You want to add a MIPS. Uh, you need to get a larger extraction machine. Those are the kind of deals that, uh, that we really like and that we take a look at. And we, um, we've got money to fund because uh, as the industry has grown and it's proved to be safer. We've got more and more people coming to us that have access to capital that um, you know, want to invest in double-digit yields where they're getting you know, monthly returns on their money. So you're not afraid of having – you're, you're pretty comfortable with having certain companies that they should follow the idea of getting together with a base lender and gr- growing relationships so they can create that trust – that value of themselves and show and prove themselves that they are able to go and manage any relationship when they are given that kind of money and they're able to go make back on the investment. 
Um, Correct. I mean, one of the stories you mentioned is uh, you had a four-store chain that you were able to grow tripled in Colorado. Yep. And that's, I think, uh, you know, one of the best examples is we started out with a million-dollar loan to them. They had four stores. They were absolutely against giving up equity. What they wanted to do is they wanted to um, leverage the assets that they had and the balance sheet they had to be able to get debt-based capital at a reasonable rate to build out their stores and build out their empire. No one was lending to them based on their, um, uh, on their financials at a reasonable rate uh, when they wanted money for build-out because there was no collateral there. It was mm-hmm. all you know, electrical and contractors and permits and all the other things. Um, they could get real estate financing. Uh, but they couldn't get that working capital. So we filled that niche in that void for them, mm-hmm. and uh, they very successfully borrowed four times subsequently. And even when they had a little bit of a hiccup with uh, some um, uh, IRS uh, issues that had presented themselves, wow, okay. because of the character of the borrowers, we decided to continue to lend them money and continue to uh, provide the capital that they needed in order to grow their vision out. And, you know, we got to know them. We, you know, they were reliable. They paid on time. And uh, when they had a, a little bit of a hiccup, they would let us know ahead of time so that um, we didn't get caught um, with, uh, oh, your money didn't arrive this month. What happened? Uh, instead, you know, we anticipated and and we worked with them. So, again, we're here with Scott with Jordan, uh, who is Verticals. Managing Director of the newly created Financial Services Division. Last question for you is about what are the things that if somebody is looking to look for lending, looking for a loan, what are three things that cannabis business owners make the mistake of that they need to avoid? Well, the common mistakes. Sure. I mean, I think the first thing is is um, not showing up prepared. Um, what a lender wants right. is different than an investor. A lender wants up-to-date financials. They want a balance sheet that uh, you know uh, that foots and that um, you know makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking for a good attitude. One of the things that I tell people is is when you're looking for money, one of the things that you need to do is interview a lender or a funding source just like you would um, have a conversation with someone that you were going out on a, on a first or second date with, you mm-hmm. know. What are you interested in? Are you interested, you know, if you're in your 30s, are you interested in having children? Are you interested in just having a good time? You know, are you interested in, a, you know, long-term relationship, a short-term, you know, just a fun sort of thing? And yep. learn whether or not they're, they're uh, an investor and are willing to wait for returns but want a piece of the equity or are they um, looking for immediate returns like a lender is where if I lend you money on the first, by the 31st, I want to see a payment or sooner. Absolutely. And I'm imagining if there's any tricks of the trade where communication is absolutely key, that once that money is lent out, all the things that need to be done to keep that trust and to maintain that integrity so that there are no off- there's nothing where you're having to chase somebody down because they've not made that first payment. Correct. Correct. We want uh, no surprises. Um, We want to, you know, understand ahead of time because lenders don't make that much per, um, you know, uh, per transaction. What you have to realize is that when you're a private lender, you're borrowing money at anywhere from six to nine percent. And so you've got to mark that up. Plus, you have to figure in a factor for default. Right. Plus an overhead factor as well. So even if you're lending it. 16 or 18 percent 
you may be making 5% on that. Right. And just figure if you're making a nickel per transaction to lend out a dollar, you got to be right 20 times in a row in order to make that dollar back. If you're wrong twice, you're going to be uh, end up losing money. And go. no lender wants to lose money. So um, what I suggest you do if you are looking for money, have up-to-date financials, have a good executive summary. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote an article. You can Google my name, Scott Jordan Executive Summary. It'll come up uh, on Google okay. about the 10 elements that you need to put into an effective executive summary. You really want to have it down to one page, two pages max, to be able to explain to uh, a lender or any kind of funding source what it is that you've got, what it is that you've done, uh, what you need the money for, how is it going to make you money so that uh, they can quickly understand because no one's going to read through a 25-page uh, business plan or a deck. They want to very quickly understand, yeah. you know, what is it that you've got and be able to do that. And then I suggest you create a Dropbox folder or a G Drive with your key documents in there. And, uh, again, I've written an article about what are the documents that a lender looks for and what do they want to see so that you can quickly and easily get that out to someone um, and you'll know whether or not they've looked at it and uh, you can continue to add to it as you need to if there's pictures or other things that a lender wants to see. Sounds fantastic. So I'm glad to hear that you have this alternative and you have answered a lot of questions that those that are looking for loans would be able to find out more about. So if you have companies that are looking to make that plunge, how should they reach out to you and your company? Sure. Well, thanks very much. Uh, my, my, the best email for me is S as in Scott Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, at vertcos.com, which is short for vertical companies. So it's V-E-R-T-C-O-S.com. You can also call me, 303-887-2750. And I'm also on LinkedIn and would love to... Uh, expand my contacts out on LinkedIn and see what I can do to help you get the money you need for your business. Absolutely. Thanks, yeah. Jorge. So again, Scott Jordan, Vertical Company. Thanks for being with us here on Cannabis Radio. Thank you, Jorge. Sure. Thank you for listening to the USCC Expo Experience, only on CannabisRadio.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.